This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that, like, when you think of, like, the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. Today, we are talking about slumps. Uh-huh. And, and we mean like fruit slumps, but you know, there's so many different types of slumps. I think we'll cover all kinds of slumps. You know what I realized when I was thinking about this episode is like, we're we're kind of giving slumps a life of their own. Like, cause, cause these fruit desserts always get listed off. Like you oh, got your slumps, yeah. your grunts, your buckles, your brown betties. That's right. Your You're blueberry right. boy baits. Um, yeah. And like, we, we want to take slumps and, and, uh, take them seriously. We want to take slumps seriously. Yes. Uh, Also, I made my first ever slump, and I've never tasted a slump, and we're going to try it right now. I was lying on the floor stretching while Matthew, uh, uh, like, took the lid off the slump, and I could tell that he was like, I need moral support here, but I just stayed on the floor stretching. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, You slumping. I was slumping. All right. Should we taste this, or should Um, we talk about what it is? I want to taste it. I have a fruit dessert. I know. You are so impatient. Let's go. I don't want to burn my tongue. It's not that hot. Mmm. It's pretty good. Oh. Oh, I think this is pretty good pretty mm-hmm. phenomenal wow interesting mm. wow definitely more fruit if you want more fruit mm. wow this is gonna be the whole episode by the way we're never gonna say what it is thank you for listening to spilled milk mm-hmm. there's something about the color that's happening here where the the like oh the, yeah it, it kind of looks a little bit like it's molding <laughs> it sure does <laughs> Where the blueberry juice is on the biscuit stuff, totally looks like it's molding. Maybe it's called a slump because it slumps in the same way that like a moldy drywall does. Yes. Yeah. Look, yours is covered in mold. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> well, you've ruined slumps for me. Mmm. Mm. Oh, I love this. Yeah. This is great. It's really okay. good. I would make this again. So, what are we doing, and how is this different from cobblers? Okay. So. A slump is, well, let's let's turn to, oh, first of all, memory lane, please. Mm. We have a format here that we're trying to uphold. Nope. Nope, me neither. This is like, have you ever played Exploding Kittens? Uh, I've heard of it, but I haven't played it. So my child loves it. I don't think it's very fun, but, oh, God, June, don't listen to this. I don't want her to know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't think it's very fun, but kids love this game. And we're not even talking like Candyland, which is like objectively not fun. Right. 
This is just like it, it doesn't do it for me. Okay. Uh the like the humor is not I think really I do hurt. know adults who like exploding kittens. A lot of adults like exploding kittens. Anyway, but um but there's a card called Nope and you can play it to like um if if another player like tries to force you to take two turns oh, or whatever okay. you can play the Nope card. So I'm going to play the Nope card here on Memory Lane. It's like countering a spell in Magic the Gathering. Uh, sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So What's a slump, you may be asking yourself. Or, I mean, probably some of our listeners like know slumps very well. Okay, so mm-hmm. let me quote from a Wikipedia article. Mm. In the United States, additional varieties of cobbler mm. include the apple pan dowdy, mm. an apple cobbler whose crust has been broken mm. and perhaps stirred mm. back into the filling, the betty, the buckle made with yellow batter or cake batter with the filling mixed in with the batter, the dump or dump cake, the grump, the slump, and the sonker. <laughs> Yes. The sonker is unique to North Carolina. It's a deep dish version of the American <gasps> cobbler. So maybe we'll do a sonker episode next week. God, that sounds great. Okay. Okay. So a slump is, it's like if you've ever had chicken and dumplings. Okay. It's like that, but with a, with fruit in syrup instead of chicken and broth. Uh, so the idea is it's made totally on the stove. Totally top. on the stove Because a dumpling top. cooks in like steam and liquid heat, mm-hmm. right? Like- Liquid on the bottom, yeah. steam on top. So you make this you make this dumpling batter and you spoon it on top of this wet bubbling fruit mixture and just put the lid on and you steam pray. it through so it doesn't brown at all. And wait a minute, here's a question. When you say dumpling batter, is it that different from like a biscuit? Because this doesn't taste that di- – like this doesn't have a boiled dumpling texture for one True. thing. This has a like a more biscuity texture. It does have a more biscuity texture. Yeah, it is like – because so – I took, uh, you know, I, I rubbed butter into the into the dry ingredients, and then added some milk, whole mm-hmm. milk, and mm-hmm. uh, and that was it. So it was like, yeah, no, it was a lot like a biscuit. You you could have like formed this into biscuits and baked it up, and it would have been tasty. Mm-hmm. I think it's maybe a little lower in fat than a typical biscuit dough. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so maybe it's maybe it's more like a scone dough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can have more. There's oh. plenty. Elise from Simply Recipes right. writes, what's cool about slump is, slumps is that they're like cobblers, except they're made on the stovetop instead of the oven, and they have dumplings instead of biscuits. Um, it's so- interesting that that's cool. A more accurate adjective would be different. <laughs> no, this is cool. Like, it's pretty cool that we made a slump. We're two cool people doing cool stuff. Uh, here at Tuesday morning, Tuesday 9 42 a.m. I mean, normally we, we'd be at like a like a warehouse rave that's been going on oh, yeah. since last night. Totally. <laughs> that's where I came from. Of course. That's yeah. why I smell that's like why, this. And that's why you had to stretch. Yeah. <laughs> or like how much how much ecstasy did you do? Um is ecstasy the same as Molly? I think so. If it's not, please don't get in touch. I don't care. <laughs> Let me think about how much I did and what the right answer <laughs> okay. to this question is. Okay, go on. The right answer is all of it. Slumps are synonymous with grunts, I think. So the term might be have regional variations, uh, So, but I think the, the most common claim I found is that these are called slumps in New England and grunts in the South. Okay. But sure. I think that's a vast oversimplification. Okay. Some sources say a slump is like a cobbler but topped with rolled out biscuit dough rather than dotted with biscuits. No, we covered that last week. That's a cobbler. God. Uh, but is it baked or, or stovetopped? It's, it's stovetopped. Right. But if it's stovetopped, then it's. No, some, okay. But some sources say that, that if the cobbler doesn't have discrete biscuits, 
then, then it's, it's a, a slump. slump. But I don't think so. <laughs> but but please come see my band Discreet Biscuits is playing at the Warehouse Rave <laughs> <laughs> this Monday night. Discreet. You you know where it is at the warehouse. Um and so there are a lot of fruit desserts with funny names, as you know, but I don't think we need to like go over that because like I think we've already started Yeah, all that. all like every comedy podcast every week. It's like, you know <laughs> the fruit dessert. Blueberry boy bait. So instead, let's talk about some paintings by Caravaggio, which I discovered while trying to look up blueberry boy bait. <laughs> Wait a minute, this is actually on the agenda. Yeah. Let's talk about some paintings by Caravaggio that I found while trying to look up Blueberry Boy Bait. All this right. Is, this is our new segment. <laughs> uh, instead of our old segment where we describe a cute animal that you can't see, now we're starting to describe paintings you can't see. Okay, great. So you're out there in the world with your phone or on your on your okay. car stereo, and we're going to tell you about an important painting from the past. I'm okay. going to get my laptop right now so you can see these paintings. Oh, great. <laughs> I had no idea this was coming. When you're the one researching a topic, uh, I try not to look at the agenda too much because I want to be like authentically delighted by your work. Do you try to be authentically delighted by my work? Did you just grunt or slump? I just I just ate another bite of slump, which caused me to grunt. Ah, okay. All right. I can't wait to see this. So you were looking at blueberry boy bait and then something happened. Well, I mean, first of all, like thousands of boys showed up at my house. <laughs> um, and once once I cleared out that infestation, I found Wikipedia also suggested that I wanted to see uh, a Caravaggio painting called Boy Bitten by a Lizard. Molly, would you please describe this painting? Wait a minute. This is how you found this through Blueberry Boy Bait. Yeah. You found a Caravaggio painting called Boy Bitten by a Lizard. Yeah, because Wikipedia thought that might be what I was trying to look up. Okay. So what this painting is is a androgynous person yeah. with really curly, voluminous hair and really good lips and a deep furrow between their brow, a raised shoulder that is exposed. Uh-huh. Uh, very sexy painting. And it looks like the biting. they're sticking their finger inside a fishbowl. Maybe. Maybe a terrarium. And then they're recoiling dramatically. Yes, and I want to be clear, this is a real painting by this a real famous artist. This is a artist. real painting. This fascinates me. I can't tell where he's got his finger. And he looks like he's just done this for show. Like, this this appears to be a drag performance. It, yeah. Wouldn't it re- you yes. say, I mean, the theatrics of it. Yeah, that you're exactly right. This person would win Ooh. all kinds of drag competitions. Identity of model. As with all of Caravaggio's early output, much remains conjectural, and the identity of the model has been debated. Ooh. But one theory is that the model was Mario Minetti, Caravaggio's companion and the model for several other paintings from the period. Companion? The bouffant, curly dark hair and pursed lips look similar. But in other pictures, such as Boy with a Basket of Fruit and the fortune teller, Mario looks less effeminate. Hold on. It was Mario like a companion, like in the sense that Watzel is your companion? I assume so. I love that. However, then I found there's another Caravaggio painting called Boy Bitten by a Crayfish. Oh, Wow. It's, this seems like this was some sort of exercise assigned by it, Caravaggio's teacher. It uh, Well, or that Caravaggio like assigned his companion, like, get bitten by a bunch of things. I've run out of art ideas. Wow. It's, okay. It's, as, it's, the, it's the painting this, equivalent of let's do consecutive episodes on different fruit desserts. It, exactly. Uh, here we have a, a young androgynous person with voluminous hair. 
it's the same person, right? Uh, kind of. I mean, this person has a has very different features. Okay. Anyway, uh, uh, an alluringly exposed chest, and this person is just hanging out with a bushel of crayfish, and happens to have one of them stuck to his finger. Yeah, this reminds me of uh, of when uh, teenager of the show December was like two, and I was making lobster rolls, and uh, they said one of my favorite kid things that they ever said, which was, "Will the lobster not pinch data?" <laughs> will the lobster not pin- is it will the lobster not pinch comma data no or i'm the object the- oh, okay will the lobster not pinch data mm-hmm. oh god <laughs> and the-, the lobster did not pinch me and that's why i'm not the subject of a famous painting yeah if i had known i would have let the lobster pinch me i mean if i had known that like i could show up in a painting being pinched by something I would totally have been Caravaggio's companion. I mean, maybe it's not too late. Maybe if we if we got pinched by something, pinched or bitten by something unlikely, a painter would just show up. Probably. And start painting us. Okay. Okay, let's try it. This episode is brought to you by Town Place Suites by Marriott. Whether you're traveling for work, need a place to stay while your home is being remodeled, or maybe you're just enjoying a relaxing week away, well, Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the comforts of home. Yeah, so they've got a full kitchen. Uh, They've got, you can borrow appliances, like if you want a blender or a slow cooker while you're traveling, you can borrow it, no charge. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh, so like you could invite your friends or your coworkers over for like a post-meeting drink. You can bring your pet Totally allowed. Oh, I love this. Oh, I see. They even have special pet items you can use. And they have the built-in alpha closet system. Nothing makes me happier (laughs) when I am traveling and I have, like, a place to put away my clothes. Mm -hmm. Molly has seen what happens when I don't have a place to put away my clothes. Nobody wants to see that. Nobody. Nobody. Yeah, so, like, a whole closet system where I can really, like, unpack for reals. I am down. Well, this is made for you then, and this is Town Place Suites by Marriott. Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the amenities you need to feel at home during your stay. Find the comforts of home at Town Place Suites. Go there with Marriott Bonvoy. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Today you made a blueberry slump. Yes, and I um uh I, actually the one I made is from Taste of Home, despite what I wrote on the on the uh, agenda. So wait, Matthew, uh, what happened here? Oh, uh, this I had this printed out this recipe for a blackberry slump that I was considering, and uh, then uh, nephew of the show, uh, or Jesse. <laughs> This thing uh, looks like it was attacked by a rogue pencil. Yes, decided to do some artwork of his own, mm. uh, and uh, and scrawled all over it with pencil and colored pencil. And I think I think it looks great. It does look great. Yeah. Okay. So so tell me about how you chose this taste of home blueberry slump. So we had some blueberries, and so I googled blueberry slump, and I was like, oh, taste of home. I bet they would be a slump authority because taste of home is related to Cooks Illustrated, right? I think it's separate. Cooks Country is oh, Cooks, Cooks Illustrated. Taste of Home competitor. Taste of Home is a long-running magazine that's just like, I think it's, 
I think it is from the South, but it's kind of like general, like American home, like middle America home cooking. What's the right way to describe this? I'm not sure. Okay. Um, maybe one of our listeners will let us know what the right way okay, is to sure. describe this. Uh, while they also maybe don't let us know about ecstasy versus Molly, because okay. again, we don't care. What happens if you do a drug that's named after you? Oh, I'm pretty sure it's something like your golden birthday or something really? like that. Yeah, it becomes your golden birthday, oh. no matter what day or year it is. Is there a drug with my name? <laughs> like, I don't think okay. so. Um, Sorry. Like, I want something that would make me feel like I feel when I get pinched by a crayfish. What about... Um, What's the the song from the 80s? Something about I want a one, that, one that makes me feel like I feel when I'm with you. Yeah. Huey Lewis in the news. Yes. I, I, I loved that song when I was a kid. I didn't love that song, but I loved a lot of Huey Lewis in the news. The I think I love, of love every, thing. every Huey Lewis song. Yeah. Huey Lewis was like a real thing. What do you think's happened to Huey Lewis? I think he like hit some like tough health issues in the oh, past few years, okay. but uh, but they made a bunch of albums. Like they continued making albums like well after their their heyday. Okay, well that's good. That's good. I like it when people do that. I mean that's basically yeah, me you know what what. No, and in fact, I have I have been uh, this is like really like veering into my other podcast but like lately i've been like obsessed with a couple of albums by like old men who are still doing a great job and like this makes me as like someone who's like like on the verge of being an old man like yeah. the fact that they're like still making great music just makes me feel like hope is it anybody i would know probably not so the N- new zealand pop band the chills just released a new album this year that is i think their best album okay called scatterbrain and then uh, martin newell who i know i've talked about before who has a band called the cleaners from venus but it's really just him in his home studio okay uh released his best album in many years this year called penny novelettes wow so definitely oh, recommend both of those. how do yeah. you find out about these these are these are like artists that i already like so i like follow them on spotify or whatever but oh okay usually usually spotify recommendations great yeah no i gotta say like you're immortal uh by the chills is one of the best songs i've ever heard like I couldn't sleep the other night because the song kept playing in my head. It is an incredible song. Wow. This is not my now, but wow. But go listen to that song. It will be the best three minutes of your week. You know, I had a night maybe like six weeks ago when I couldn't sleep because Montero by Lil Nas X kept playing in my head. And that it guy was very catchy. Songs. Oh my god, it was so catchy, and it was like so. It was like distressing the degree to which I could not get it out of my head. Yeah. So I made a blueberry slump from Taste of Home, and let's talk about like we've just eaten our first slump. Like, how is it different from a cobbler? And like, when would you serve a, a, a slump versus a, cl- a clump versus a slobbler? <laughs> <laughs> a clump. I, yes. <laughs> We're going to create a hybrid dessert called a, a slobbler. <laughs> to me, that really scratched a lot of the itches of a cobbler. Like, I thought it was very good. I feel that I have been maybe like converted. I mean, now I'm looking back on my cobbler yesterday and I'm like, oh my God. Like, I mean, I knew already that I had gotten the, ratio, the amount of fruit wrong yesterday, but now I'm just feeling really... But... I mean, first of all, they're not as different as I expected. There, there is like a smoothness to the slump that comes from being steamed. I yes, think. Yes. Um, I don't know if I dolloped out the the dumplings in like the right size or configuration. 
but it's casual, right? It's casual. I, so I, I do think you're onto something there, which is the way in which the dough, like the the dumpling of the slump, um, <laughs> the dumpling doesn't of the slump. have. There's not such a firm line between like the fruit and the dumpling, but it doesn't mean that the dumpling is like lacking in structure. Right. I do think like sometimes I might lean toward wanting like the brown top of the biscuit in a yeah. cobbler, but then other times I might want the, the the like silky smoothness of the slump. Here's a question I have. Okay. What if you made us, maybe you can't do this because it does bug me a little bit aesthetically. Oh, sure. To not see the, like any browning on the the slump. Are you going to say what if you blowtorched it? No, what if I you have put it under torch. the broiler? But yeah. The, but the thing is, is you know, it looks like you're making it in maybe a three quart pot here. Yeah, I, I mean, I could can't... make it in a in a skillet, but like I, I think that would just be kind of like not the point. And I think you'd be you'd be risk burning would, some of the the fruit. That would be a slobbler. Yeah. No. Yeah. It would be a slobbler, and and who wants a slobbler? Are you thinking that a blowtorch might work? better though i feel like a blowtorch is so like directional no i was i was being kind of facetious okay. about the blowtorch i oh. think i think you have to let slumps be slumps and let cobblers, cobblers be, be cobblers. cobblers yeah slump's gonna slump slump's gonna slump cobbler's gonna cobble and never the twin and they're gonna cobble themselves you know the slump cobbles itself the slump does cobble itself because you just kind of <laughs> plop that that dough in there like when i plop the dough in there i'm like this cannot work how how like loose was the dough it was I mean, it was biscuit doughy, so okay. it, was, it was very soft and moldable. But uh, but like I had to, I had to like use a second spoon to ease it off the first spoon. I, I, it didn't just drop. Well, that's good. If I if I'd like shaken it with a lot of torque, whatever. <laughs> anyway, how long did it steam in there? So you- Ten minutes. That's all. That's all. Okay, so you know what? I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I mean, I make a lot of cobblers. Oh, yeah. No, we know this about you. Right. Since you, last you know this about me now. And, and usually my cobblers are like yesterday or better. Okay? Yeah. No, that that cobbler is great. Watzel came home later after work and went all in on cobbler. Okay. So, you know, I really love cobbler. I have to say that I am I am really excited about taking this blueberry slump recipe that you made today. Which also has raspberries in it, I forgot to say. Which I think was a brilliant touch. I, it was a brilliant touch that you suggested, yes. I, I, I noticed it. Like, I think the acidity really helped. Yeah, I do too. And there's also lemon juice in there. Okay. Um, but yeah, but the raspberries, it's just like, it's like, Three quarters blueberries, one quarter raspberries, maybe. Oh, which, I think that's which, great. Think really good, good. Uh, I'm ratio. excited to play with this with um, with other fruits like blackberry, for instance. Yeah. I wonder if I could do a rhubarb version of it. Very well, different. See why not? Texture. Yeah, but no, like everything, like. I feel like I've been cooking long enough that I I have like a, a sixth sense about a recipe. Like you know, I'm I'm like following the recipe, and I'm like, this can't be right. Like, yeah. and usually that is correct. And in this case, it was not. I haven't made this kind of thing before. I'm like, there's way I'm adding way too much water to this. It's going to be watery. Yeah. Like I'm plopping this this moist dough on top. It's going to be like undercooked underneath, or just like boring. This is so good. It's really good. I'm really excited about this. Wow, I feel like I might start making slumps now more often than cobblers. I think, yeah, this is like a this is something I might make too. Like I rarely make desserts in general. It's just not usually my under my purview. But mm-hmm. like I could be the slump guy. You could be the slump guy. <laughs> Have you had any other kinds of slumps? Oh yeah, many. Like uh career slumps. Yeah. Like emotional slumps. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Do you think that depression is just like an extended slump? 
Yeah, I do. Yeah. It's it's like, it's like a, a like it's a like neuro a, neurochemical slump. It's like a it's like a slump that like I don't Oh no, know. the 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 Molly just wore off. <laughs> Anyway, I've had many slumps as well. Yeah. I would say that, you know, I have had slumps and stagnations in my yeah. career. Have you had have you languished? I've languished. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I've slob I haven't slobbered yet. Yeah, I mean this 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 podcast sort of like grew out of my out of a career slump that I had. Yeah? Yeah, cuz cuz it was when I when I got laid off from Gourmet because they went out of business. Oh, that's right. And uh And so rather than have a stagnation or a slobbler, you just moved through the slump by creating a podcast. Yes. Yeah, and it was very successful in that um I started <laughs> getting paid for it like 4 years later. <laughs> That's true. That's true. God, yeah. It only took four years but to it was, make a single dollar. I mean, or, I think it, it but was. Then it took a while then for us to like make up the money that that we had spent on it. Already. Oh yes, yeah. but I mean, in retrospect, it definitely was my best ever career decision. Oh, me too. Th- thanks for making it for me, by the way. Yeah, you bet. Yeah. All right, so uh, I think that's it. So, so go, get out there and make some slumps. We'll post a link to a couple of different slump recipes, one from Simply Recipes, one from Taste of Home in the show notes, which you can see in your podcast player. Do we have, do we have anything else to say about slumps? I don't think so. Um, the, only, I, the only other thing that I'm curious about now is that uh, several sources said that they think slumps do not reheat or keep well. Huh. Did, what if you lifted the the dumps out of the slumps? <laughs> the dumps out of the slumps, yeah. And stored the dumps separately from. I mean, I know yeah. they're still going to have wetness clinging to them. Sure, but I don't know. But I mean, I think the back. problem with that is it's impossible to tell if they've gotten moldy or not. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, well, Matthew, maybe um, maybe you can put a note on next week's agenda. To you know, give the the listeners like a a, an, an update, a slump date. Okay, I'm gonna write the word slump date and on this agenda, and later I'm gonna have no idea what I meant. <laughs> okay. Um, do you do you think we should do blueberry boy bait next week? Maybe. Okay. I think we've already chosen. We've the already chosen something for next week, but uh, I am I, curious about blueberry boy bait. This could yeah. be this this could be like um an an episode that also could give us some sort of like favorable situation in the Google algorithms. Maybe we could get above Caravaggio. That's yes. I, that's where I thought you were going with this. That yeah, like people looking for like some old painting about where some yeah. guy with great hair gets bitten. Instead, <laughs> we'll we'll discover a guy with no hair talking about fruit desserts. <laughs> Okay. Uh, All right. Uh, Let's move on to segments. All right. I'm going to read Spilled Mail this week. Please do. This is from listener Mary Margaret. Um, Hey, my legal name is Margaret. Yeah. So high five, Mary Margaret. From one Margaret to another to a Mary Margaret. Mm -hmm. Mary Margaret, have you tried uh, the popular drug Mary Margaret? (laughs) Here we go. All right. Here's what listener Mary Margaret says. Do not know where you are or where you live, but your coverage of available onion rings is not current in the South. I want you to get some excellent rings. And then she goes on to say that the best fast food rings are found at Sonic and Carl's Jr. slash Hardee's. Are they the the, same? They're the same. It's called Carl's Jr. in the West and Hardee's in the East. Okay. I am really happy to announce, listener Mary Margaret, that Matthew and I are going to go on a road trip. Yes. To uh, to a a town that's... um, 
like, eight miles from Seattle. Correct. Uh, and we're going to go and we're going to have onion rings both at Sonic and at Carl's Jr. Yes, I've, I've probably never been more excited for anyth- anything than this. Uh, thank you, listener Mary Margaret. And we will report on this. I think we're going to do an onion rings two episode. Yeah. Assuming which, we succeed. Which will probably, you know, have a lot of, of uh, background noise of us being in the car driving down the highway. Yes. Oh, that's where the that's where the show began, right? It is. It is. We're we're going back to our our roots. When you were a kid, did your parents use the the phrase "Let's get this show on the road"? Yes, mine did absolutely. all the time. Yes, yes. Uh, we're going to take this show on the road. Okay. All right, and now it's time for now, but wow. So I am I'm like taking a page from uh, from the the Molly Weisenberg playbook in that I've only just started this book. Okay, but uh, I can already tell I'm going to love it. It is called From Little Tokyo with Love by Sarah Kuhn, who's uh, who's the author of the uh, the Heroin Complex series. It's a really great series about like uh, kick ass Asian American heroines. Okay, um, and uh, this uh, this book is uh, is kind of a uh, romance coming of age, and uh, the the part that sold me. Like I started reading the book, I'm like, okay. Like, I'm definitely going to finish this. Uh, I'm going to read from the book. My t-shirt bears an illustration of a nude onna, one of my favorite monsters from Japanese folklore. She has the head of a woman and the body of a snake and bloody fangs like she's just indulged in a feast of tasty humans. The nude onna is my aspirational monster. She totally eats people, but she's cunning about it. That sounds really (laughs) fun. I like the phrase feast of tasty humans, (laughs) which is also our topic for next week. (laughs) I can't. Wait, I'm sharpening my bone saw. Sharpen that bone saw. Okay. Uh, we're heading to Fleet Street. Because um, we're demon is barbers. That the barber? Of yeah, that's the okay, barber. Yeah. yeah. I Put, haven't. Puts I, the people in the pies. I haven't seen many plays. Uh, oh, I haven't either. I this this came up on Great British Bake Off. That's why I know about it. Oh, great. Okay. Uh, our producer is Abby Circatella. Uh, you can rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts, and it really does make a difference. I know we always say this, but it does. Yes, and you can uh, meet up with other people. I mean, like, meet up virtually, but I mean, I, I guess you could plan an in-person meetup at, uh, <laughs> on our Reddit, reddit.com slash r slash everything spelled milk. Please, like, if you've, if you've, like, set up an in-person meetup and things don't go well, like, we disclaim all responsibility. Yes. Liability. I'm so glad that you said that, Matthew. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's good. That's definitely going to hold up in court Mm -hmm. and uh as always we want to thank you for listening to spilled milk and uh until next time uh uh, keep your keep your slumps a slump and keep your um because the slump 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 i was trying to get the haters gonna hate 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 hate. my lovely lady cobblers (laughs) all right well i'm molly weisenberg and i'm matthew amsterberg I would love to take my shoes to a lady cobbler. I I bet that's possible. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.